Hello and welcome to what used to be Waypoint's discount game show and is now just another one of our shows. But welcome to Pitch It. Here we talk about the IPs we are passionate about and what we would do with them. We're given a blank check and we get to run the show. Steer the ship, if you would. Joining me today to talk all about Life is Strange, Parker Aiden. You might recognize him. Parker, how you doing, Parker? I'm doing wonderful. It's been a hot minute since I was on for the Sly Cooper pitch it, which was a yeah. lot of fun, so I'm very excited to be back. Yeah. Yeah, as we said on the previous episode, Parker and I go back to my original YouTube channel days. I told myself I wouldn't mention that again, but here I am mentioning it. <laughs> You're like the Charlie Puth doing TikToks of himself. Like, I had this really terrible YouTube channel once. Don't watch it. It's like, you keep bringing them up. I think you want us to. <laughs> Did you just compare me to Charlie Puth? Because I think that's a compliment. So I that is 100% a compliment. <laughs> we got Alec running the show. Everyone thank Alec. Thank you, Alec. You are great. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Life is Strange. The most recent one, True Colors, came out. So that's kind of, that kind of like drove this IP being front and center today, but Life is Strange as a whole, Parker, what is your history with the franchise, if you would? Yeah, so I played the first one with a group of friends. We didn't play right away. It All the episodes had come out, um, but we thoroughly enjoyed playing through that together, all the twists and turns. Um, I played the second one, and I think it was my 2019 game of the year is when that finished coming out. I, so actual two, or because the, the second one... Actually, I can, Okay. Right. So I played Before the Storm with a friend. Um, and I don't think, I don't know if I played that one right away or not. I don't remember. I remember I liked it. Mm -hmm. And then I played two and I really loved it. And I know that's the one that like some people don't like as much, but I really enjoyed it. And it just, I think, came at a time where that's exactly what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. But I have, I've been a bad fan and I've not played True Colors yet. I plan to. It's just, I help on a family farm, and it's harvest time, and my gaming is limited, so I'm making myself hold off until I can play it more speedily. Sure. I will say that I think the game is only like 8 to 10 hours, which is a pretty typical for a Life is Strange game, like episodic, mm -hmm. kind of a two-hour per episode type of thing. Um, and I feel like you could probably, if you wanted to get through it in like seven, like maybe seven and a half to eight hours, you probably could, if you really wanted to. But. Yeah. And I want, like said, I want to just you take want my it. time and enjoy yep. it. Because you loved it, didn't you? Or you at least played it, and I think had good things to say. I do have good things to say. And since you bring it up, we're gonna br we'll just talk about that right now. I think True Colors is the best Life is Strange game. I think it's easily the the best one. And I re I'm someone who really liked two, and I'm 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 with you. Right. Like two was kind of polarizing. Is that the right word? Where it's kind of yes. like people really love it or people really don't like it. Because I think I think for us as like generic white guy, you know, like a beard mm -hmm. and all that, like. There's a lot of topical issues in that game that we just can't directly relate with. And I think that that might be where some of the polarization comes from. But as a game and how they improved from the first game, like with the awkward moments and that kind of stuff, I think 2 is really a good full package of what we can expect from this type of game. I really like 2. Um, and I think what, when Life is Strange is at its best is when it feels so much like a comic book. And I feel like 2 is that in a nutshell. It's, it goes out of left field. It goes kind of like, they kind of push it a little too far at times, but not in a bad way. It's just kind of yeah. like, you're going for this, uh, this trope or you're going for this plot point. And once it hits, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I got it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it does get a little like, eh, a little cringy. Because I feel like that's just kind of like the nature of the game. But yeah. back to True Colors, I feel like this is the least cringy game I have experienced. There are some moments, which again, like I said, it's kind of 
part of the game is that you're going to have these cringy moments. Mm-hmm. There's like some dancing segments when you're dancing with this with your in their apartment, and it's just kind of like like I God, this isn't working for me just because it's the style of game. But yeah, the moment itself shines enough to where you're like, I get what they're going for. I understand what this is. I understand the purpose of this. But yeah, True Colors is probably my favorite because it wraps up the best. It sets things up for the ending the best, in my opinion. Um, all the characters are extremely strong. And in, even in ways where are like, I really hate this character. They redeem that character, every single one of them. Well, there's one that's kind of not meant to be redeemed, but play it. It's great. Worth your time. So is there, I'm assuming, because I know all the other games, have, usually you get to the end and it's like you have a big choice you have to make. Like the whole game comes down on your shoulders. Does that stick true with True Colors? Yes, but before I, before I go into detail about that, I, for some reason, every time I either watch a playthrough or play these games, I forget that every time. <laughs> I, forget it, I forget it comes down to one choice, even every single game, even though every single game does that. You get down to this choice, and you kind of, the way I like, I, don't, I can't remember for sure in context if, like, you realize once you're making this choice if you played wrong or right, kind of in a way, but it's not like you were the good guy or you were the bad guy. You just realize that, like, this person isn't helping you because of A, B, and C that you did in the past or whatever. Does that make sense? Okay, yep. So when you get to this final moment in True Colors, there's basically a panel of people there. It makes sense in the story. There's mm-hmm. a, a panel of people there, and they're like, yeah, I side with you. I don't side with you. This person sides with me. That person doesn't side with me. And it totally makes sense. You're like, ah, I should have done that more. Or like, damn it, I wish I would have helped you in a different way. Or there's, there's an entire part of this game I just didn't experience because... There's a main part of the game that is really, really cool. There's like an RPG-ish D&D section to this game, and it's really freaking cool. So I was like all in on that. But it, in that same chapter, it is like there's a whole other side that you just don't experience if you don't go looking for it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a character, like a really main character, that I basically saw for like five minutes total because I just didn't interact with them at all. To be fair, they're not on the panel of people at the end, so like it doesn't matter that much. Mm-hmm. But like whether or not you react or interact with that character kind of affects another character's opinion of you. So, and I always like those nuggets where it's like you can explore if you want to, but mm-hmm. that's yeah, no, it's, totally it's with nice you. to have some of that optional stuff here. Yeah, totally with you. It's it's a ballsy choice. I always think in games where it's like you can play this entire game and never experience this. Eight-hour right. section kind of thing. And that's not the same thing for Life Strange, but you understand what I'm saying. Yes. It's a ballsy choice because, like, you put a lot of work into this section, and half the people just don't experience it, kind of right. thing. But right. And the reason I didn't experience it is because there's a super cool portion of this game, which was like my shining moment. Like, if I were to write a review for it, that would be like the thing I am raving about. Mm. But during that moment, there's another thing you can do that I just completely didn't care about because <laughs> I was having so much fun with this other thing. But yeah, True Colors is great. The main character is probably the best, I would say. I think she feels the most genuine out of any character I've ever played as in The Life is Strange. And I really liked um, the little brother in two. Daniel? that sound right? It's Daniel in something. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't are, remember. Are they both Ds? Sean. No, it's Sean. It's Sean. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did it. We nailed it. <laughs> I need to look this up now because, yeah, <laughs> Sean Diaz and Daniel Diaz. Hey, I nailed it. Sean and Diaz. Or Sean and Diaz. Sean and Daniel Diaz. <laughs> All right. So, Parker, did I make you go first last time? I think I did. I think you did. Yeah. I'm going to make you go first again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will go first this time. So, there's our brief history with Life is Strange. We both kind of 
I would feel like we are the fans of the series. Like if mm-hmm. fans of the genre, and I know it's like a weird thing to say now, but like that probably is us, honestly, of Life is Strange, I would say. Yeah. Give me one second to bring up my idea. Okay, so. If You're I always given, so prepared. You write it down, you have notes. I just keep it all in the head. <laughs> yeah, uh, so keep that as you will, audience. So you're watching. If Parker's isn't as good as mine, it won't be. If Parker's do you guys put out like polls for who, like we should, you should do that. Have that on like Twitter. Put out some polls, you know, for like who's his best. Yeah. Yeah, then that's a good idea. Because uh, I I used to be the judge of this show, and now I'm just like, nope, don't want to be. <laughs> don't want to. I want to participate. My ideas are better than all of yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, maybe we should do polls after. Take note of that, Alec. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. okay. So I <laughs> I will go first. So if I was given a blank check and I was saying, hey, you can direct the next Life is Strange game, what I would do is I would make a game called Life is Strange, not three, Life is Strange, colon, New Future. Okay? I think that's a dope name. Just saying. New Future sounds pretty freaking cool. Um, what is it? So I even put three as an episodic. This is the third, kind of, but not really. Episodic graphic adventure, like all the other ones, not changing the formula too much. But it is a culmination of the previous games, including all of our heroes in one big team of event. And in my mind, it's like the Avengers come together. And there's a moment that brings them together, and, in my, and this does include... Oh, no. Who's the main character of Adventures of Captain Spirit? Who's Captain Spirit? Do you remember? Oh, God. Um, he's going to no. Google it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So even that, that kid would even be here if he's like old enough. In my mind, he would be. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so we have this, and the event that brings them together would be Daniel's funeral. Oh, okay. no. Oh, so no. in Life is Strange 2, spoilers, I think, I don't know if there's a better ending where he doesn't go to prison, but in the ending that I experienced, he goes to prison. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you as well, Parker? Yeah. The, the older brother, right? No, no, no. Yes. So would it be Sean's funeral? I wrote down Daniel's funeral. It'd be Sean's funeral. Sean right? is the older one. Yes. 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 So I'm thinking Sean's funeral. Forgive me. <laughs> so many names. Um, I'm thinking Sean's funeral. So he goes to prison. He gets out. Because that, that is in the game too. Go on. Chris's name, or er, Captain Spirit's name is Chris. Chris. Got it. Erickson. Thank you. Too many names. As we, <laughs> yeah. full, For full games we like, haven't really played recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Um, so it would be... Sean's funeral. I almost said Daniel again. Sean's funeral. So he, he goes to prison. He does eventually get out. I think it even shows him in game with like an eye patch getting out of prison, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in my mind, he is just a shell of a person after that. He's depressed beyond belief. And I don't know. Maybe maybe he commits suicide. Maybe. Maybe that's too strong of a start. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he just, you know, drinks himself to death or whatever and you dies at the age of... You have to play the game to find out. <laughs> exactly. Um... But you know, a sad like oof. I wish that I wish that didn't play out that way. Kind mm-hmm. of a kind of a reality for him. Mm-hmm. So at the funeral, Max is there. Max is the main character of the first game, right? And this so is not so, Life is Strange three. <laughs> um. So Max is there. Um. Chloe is probably there as well. I don't me- remember how, because the the second one that isn't two was a prequel. So it, how that ended yeah. doesn't really pertain into that and also it does it does depend on what you chose for an ending of one but that's they always have their canon ending so it's weird yes so chloe's there there's a connection between i don't remember the character's name shocker but there's a the stepdad in one is in two yes 
Yes. So I, the, in my mind, yep. yeah, at that getaway retreat thing. Yes. In my mind, that's the connection that brings all of them to the funeral. So okay. Daniel would be there. The stepdad would be there. Max would be there. Chloe's there. And then Chris is there as well. So they're all there, right, at, the, at this funeral for Sean. And okay. this is the moment that brings them together. And they meet each other. And they have a good night. You know, drinks, reminiscing on the good moments with Sean, um, that kind of stuff. Then, so just to get out of the way, Don't Nod would be on top of this gameplay, typical fashion, but you'll take turns each, each chapter playing a different character. So in my mind, each, each character is always in each chapter, but you swap on who you're controlling. And maybe at the end, you do kind of like a round sweep of controlling all of them in some weird Avenger-style thing. But the narrative, Max learns of Sean's fate through David. Dave... David passes away, bringing... I put David. It's supposed to be Sean. David is the stepdad. Yes, I was right? going to say. Yep. David is the stepdad. Okay. Man, I fuck this up at By name. <laughs> Sean passes away, bringing up his funeral and the first meeting between Daniel and Max. Max sympathizes with Daniel and proves to him she is too powerful and not... She, she is also, like... There's, she has a gift. Mm-hmm. And they, but they both have gifts. And they realize they might be able to do something about this because Daniel realizes, like, your gift is, like, Time travel? Like, are you freaking kidding me? Kind of right. a thing. And this would take, like, the stepdad to kind of step in and be like... Because the stepdad the stepdad knows, right? Or does he not? Because if he doesn't I don't know... Because if he doesn't know, that's a cool thing to get off right away at the beginning. Just be like, oh, yeah, I knew. Right. And that's a cool story beat to be like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? So then <laughs> the stepdad becomes this other... This person who can kind of, like, help lead them and give them this plan mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So basically, Daniel puts the idea in Max's head to go back in time and stop Sean from whatever his death basically was. getting sad and dying. Oh. Yeah. They all so go to prison just... together. That could be fun. <laughs> There's like one section where they're just all in prison. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So Max sympathizes with Daniel and proves to him like they both have gifts and they're not alone. After learning of Max's gift, Daniel sets his plan into motion about altering his brother, Sean, his brother Sean's fate. Along the way, they run into Alex, who at first com- combats them, but eventually joins their cause. Alex is the main character of True Colors. So, in my mind, wow. there, there's a, I don't want spoilers, but like, like we kind of talked about before, there are always kind of like two endings, right? Right. One ending would have Alex stay in a certain location, and another ending would have her leave. That's not a spoiler. Like that, That's pretty generic stuff. Okay. Um, so maybe the canon ending is something where she leaves, or if she stays, we just bring the story to that location for some reason. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And at first, Alex is, like, because Alex's power is, like, empathy. She can, like, she's an empath. She can really feel and pick up on people and, like, take their anger or take their sadness and kind of take it from them and help them make better decisions, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So she, if Daniel is there and he has, and he's hell-bent on, on saving his brother, he might have a weird aura to him. You know what I mean? He might have this, like, hell-bent kind of sadistic attitude and aura to him. So she would pick up on that, and that's how they would meet as well. So then now they're a full team, minus Sean, of course, because he is, rest in peace, he's dead. And they're trying to, they're trying to alter that. Right, so right. They team up after Alex is convinced to join their cause. They go back in time, and then the game takes off from there and I, in my mind they don't go back in time until like the third chapter okay like the first two it, chapters the first chapter is like catching everyone up having all the characters interact because you know it's, it's super cool like at least in my mind having characters you know interact like they're from kind of like different worlds right right like cr- crossover kind of stuff like seeing how they would react together 
so that would be like the entire first chapter. The second chapter is like the plan. And then kind of Daniel kind of tricking Max in a way, kind of like nudging her. Like, because Max is probably going to be like, I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, this is not something I want to mm-hmm. do. And mm-hmm. she's never gone back that far, at least I don't think. So. But she's older. Yeah. And she usually had to have been there, but you know, maybe they can fix that. Maybe they can work right. workshop with her abilities and do that. Get some loopholes in the how the powers Ooh, work. Ooh, loophole. That'd be a good title too. Life is strange loophole. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> life is strange loophole. Life is strange new future. They're both dope, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, working title. Working title. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> if I could get any of the names right, it would have gone a lot smoother. But I think I think you're following me, right? Yes, All the characters yeah. come together. Sean passes away, and Daniel gets this idea to utilize Max, maybe, and that might be a good plot point in itself, just like kind of mm. like how Daniel is kind of the bad guy here, and kind of like shoving all of them to help him in his cause. And I think it could be fun too, if you like had to revisit certain scenes from each of the games, for whatever reason, you work out in the writer's room. Mm-hmm. Very that Avengers, could... very Avengers-like. Right, exactly. That's the whole time <laughs> you're pitching this, I was like, you're making an Avengers team in the Life is well, Strange universe. It's so weird though, because even when I saw the first trailer for 2, this idea popped in my head. Not to this extent, of course, because I didn't know these characters existed. To the right. Extent. But when I saw, like, holy crap, they're making it. Like, they're making another comic book that is, like, kind of in the same universe kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it is confirmed to be in the same universe because of the stepdad. Right, right. So, Which is cool. Yeah. I hope they continue to do that with their games. Mm-hmm. I think there are even mentions of Arcadia Bay into Like, there's, like, brief yes, little, like, newspaper sure. stuff or whatever. Yeah. Isn't one of the... I think when they're traveling, because... Two is a, a lot about traveling. Hmm? One of the places they're like overlooking, <laughs> there's like some sort of plaque referencing some stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in the beginning, right? When yes. the guy who drives yes. the car, oh, he's my favorite character. I don't remember his name. I don't remember anyone's name. It's Shocker. But it was that first episode. Yeah, and sure. they had like the best character of the entire game. Yeah, and then it's just like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck? I think he does come back. I think he makes an appearance at some point. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just really wanted him to. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, it's been a while. But, yeah, that's my idea. Avenger-style team-up. Kind of taking all the notes from Avengers in a way. Making it more teenage-focused. Because, like, that, that... I know they're not teenagers, but, you know, it's going to have that kind of drama to it. Um, like, at this point, they wouldn't be teenagers, is what I'm getting at. But, yeah, and I think it could be a cool angle to kind of make them adults, too. And see how that changes the atmosphere. Yeah, especially because... I think they're all going to be around that, like, at least young adult age of mm. a lot of self-doubt. And, you know, especially, I couldn't imagine having, like, superpowers. Like, do you fit in? Do you use it for good? Like, The typical Superman question. Right. Yeah. So, so that is my idea. I like it. I like it. I, can, I, would, I would play that game. Hey, thank you. <laughs> oh, I was thinking a lot about what my pitch would be and i was just i've been listening to some new podcasts too in my time and i was just like wouldn't it be cool if there was a mashup of like life is strange style of game but it was like in the avatar the last airbender universe Ooh. and it's not like with any of the main characters but yes but like Aang appears at one point we were in this village or whatever and the avatar comes by and i was just like that could be cool but i don't think that's necessarily what people would want from like an Avatar: The Last Airbender game, nor I don't know if like the Life is Strange fans would bleed into it. Sure. And so I got thinking, if I like, you handed me the blank check, you were like, 
do what you need, make this happen. I truly think I would want to help work on this game because I just think that would be fun. Oh, yeah, of course. And so for me to be in the writer's room, I think my writing is best when it's coming from like personal experiences. And so far, I don't know where True Colors takes place. It's maybe like Colorado, I think they mentioned. It is Colorado, yep. Okay. So it's all been out west. And I'm like, let's keep moving east. Let's get into the Midwest, the territory I know. And let's have it truly be in like a small rinky-dink town that, you know, like you can't eat anywhere after 8 p.m. because all the restaurants are closed. <laughs> that is very much like True Colors, by the way. Okay, you, okay, you do good. pretty much take place in a small-ass town where like you can walk the lengths of it in like 10 minutes. Good, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, I want it to be in a small town, and I honestly think I want it to follow each year, like... Each episode is a year in high school. And so if you do five episodes, I don't know how that would work. And you obviously couldn't do, like, the full year. And I don't know that I necessarily want it to be, like, all right, we're going from, like, this event and then skipping forward a few months in this episode to this next event. But I was just like, it would be so cool to see you start out. Because I was also, too, just thinking about my high school experience. And as a freshman, I don't think Austin, we were friends by that point. But I was with very much like a hick crowd and wearing cowboy boots and wearing flannel shirts. And I remember. Yes. Okay. So, which we went to a small school. But then, like, I kind of broke away from that. I don't know how. I think, well, probably the girlfriend I was dating at the time. I take that back. Because that was very much not the crowd of people she would hang out with. Okay. Um, which I think about how incredibly different my life would be. Slash, I also don't think I was that type of person. You know how high school is. It's just a crapshoot. But I want it to be kind of one where, like, it's really the butterfly effect. Because a lot of the times, Life is Strange games, you, like, have different endings, but you still get to the same point of the same choices. So it's more like a coloring book, as one Greg Miller would refer to as these types of games. Who? We're all coloring the same picture. <laughs> and so I want it... You, sorry to interrupt, but you brought up, you said, I don't know how it would be five episodes if you're doing a every year of high school thing. Clearly, mm -hmm. it'd just be freshman year, sophomore year junior senior year and then senior year part two kind of thing because like the main yes. culmination is probably going to be in the same year of senior year you know what i mean right and that's yeah. a good idea because you could do because i'm thinking like you'd want to work prom in somewhere oh yeah um so obviously nice. you could do like a graduation and like a summer plan and that's kind of when it can all come to a head because you're really going to have you know these are the people i fell in line with these are the ones i didn't and so you just start as this blank canvas character, and then you really build this character and these different high school experiences. And I want it to be not a case where everyone's, everyone can die, like an Until Dawn, or everyone can live. <laughs> but it's like, you can have this group of friends, you can have this other drastically different group of friends, you can have no friends. And I don't want it to necessarily be like a life simulator, and I want there to be spicy things in it. I want there to be like a pastor's kid that's gay, and how not traumatic, but like earth shaking that is in a small town. Um, and is it, is it like before the storm? And by that, I mean, does no one have powers? See, and that's where I see, that's what I was thinking too, is it would be, I think I want it to be another case, like in life is strange too, where the person you're playing as doesn't have powers, but you are, um, someone does. Yes, like whether that be you're dating someone and it's their brother or sibling that has powers or 
what? I want powers to somehow be in there, but the character you're playing as would not have the powers. And that would, I think, play into the overall thing. You could do some sort of like uh, Stranger Things where it's mm. your group of friends is trying to solve this mystery sure. together. That was but like I really... my favorite part of one. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. My favorite part of one was like the mystery of finding. Like, I remember that being a key aspect of it, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And so I, w I want there to be a big mystery, but I also want it to be really you determine what this character becomes like, and it is very different from the other options. And again, you still would have to have those pillar, like, all right, so freshman year, the big focus is going to be in the fall, like on homecoming when you're super fresh. Sophomore year, maybe it's you're more involved in whatever extracurricular path you chose to go down your freshman year. And so then you're building friends groups around that, and it's like the prime season of whatever that extracurricular is. Junior year, you get into prom and maybe like doing some partying or you know working at like working a part-time job to try to save up for college and all of that stuff and then senior year you start off kind of early with like the college prep early in the year and like getting senioritis and that type of stuff make a big deal out of choosing what college you're going to kind of a thing too. yeah and then you like i'm getting hints of persona in this a little bit weird did, did you even know <laughs> Um, I didn't think about it that way, but I do love Persona 5. And I know. <laughs> I have played. Um, but, yeah, so that's my pitch, is really try to get that, like, butterfly until dawn effect of a Life is Strange, build more branching paths, have it be a high school experience tied up with a mystery, and keep it that small town vibe and try to go for a midwest aesthetic instead of a out west aesthetic which like don't get me wrong i love those aesthetics some of my favorite moments are just chilling listening you know like especially in before the storm i think there's one where you're on a train and it's just music is playing and it keeps panning different shots of like the train and the mountain forest and it's like mm -hmm. i could sit here all day and just vibe 100 <laughs> percent. yeah there's a scene in life is strange 2 where um sean is just on like the side of the road and he has the hitchhike and it's like the desert and you yes. can see the mountains like that that looks amazing to this day i would bet um yeah i really like your pitch i think it it's persona meets um life is strange meets uh until dawn and i i like that a lot i think it's a really good formula you have going for you and i i really like the angle that you picked where it's the sean and daniel where you're controlling the person who is kind of like the right hand man to the powered person and mm -hmm. I, I think that angle makes for some it makes it a lot easier for the game to organically weave you in a direction because you're like i'm not the one making these choices i have to convince this character to make these said choices and i like yeah that. and that's where you know it could be even though you like i want it to be the branching paths you have this friend that has the powers that you're always like connected to and really, your decisions maybe impact them more because it's like, this is the friend group we're going to try to, like, get ourselves in. Or, you know, they're like, ah, should I go out for basketball? And you say yes or no, and that gets them into a good or bad crowd. And, like, those types of influences, yeah. I, of course, you'll be in the writing room with me. I will hire you. <laughs> yes! And I think I would want it to be Deck Nine. I do admire their work. Even though I haven't played True Colors, I loved what they did with Before the Storm. So I, yeah. and don't get me wrong, Don't Not is great too. Again, I loved Life is Strange too, but Colorado seems like a better choice to move to than wherever Don't Not is in a different country. 
Okay. Seems like enough. more less less scarring for me. <laughs> sure. As a homebody person. It's my blank check. It's my vision. Sure. I'm with you. Yeah, I really like your formula you got. I like the the approach to the character being not the powered one. I think you have a good small town vibe that I can definitely get get behind. So well done, Parker. Nailed it. Nailed it. it. I think that's that's pretty much the show. Alec, if you are still (laughs) alive and kicking, which one did you like better? I'm gonna put you on the spot. Parker's or mine? Uh, I would probably have to say yours. I mean, granted, it was a little bit more fleshed out, so... Yeah, not fair. Not fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, more stuff to kind of pull from. Against, hard to argue against an Avengers style. Exactly. Approach. Exactly. And then, Parker, yours, uh, you could also throw in a little bit of, uh, uh, what was it, Detroit Become Human with the branching paths, like have that kind of, you know, kind of have that mm-hmm. at the end. Yes, for sure. Because that was always cool after finishing one of those chapters, seeing like all the different paths you could have taken. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite part of that game is the way they, they structured that part of it. It's like, oh, yep. okay. Boop, 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 boop. I, can do I got all right. these things I could have done differently. Yeah, that's a really good good pull, Alec. Yeah. It's, okay. That's the show. We'll have you talk to us, comment, whatever, talk to us, whatever. Comment uh, down below which one you think was better. Alec chose mine, the right choice. It's not fair. <laughs> I had prep. Parker did not. But still, mine is the right choice. Unless you disagree, then comment down below. Thanks for watching. This has been Pitch It. My name is Austin. Thanks, Parker, again for joining me. Thank Bye-bye. you for having me.